Giving, a time for getting, and a time for going. And going. And going. And going. And going. And going. When you need a break, we're here, helping you make sense of all the good and the going of the holidays. Happy holidays from all of us at UBNRadio.com. This is one-on-one with Jasper Cole, Hollywood's bad guy, and so much more. Actor, talent manager, producer, and more. Now he's sitting down with today's top newsmakers from entertainment, politics, pop culture, and beyond. This is one-on-one with Jasper Cole. All right. Howdy, 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 everyone. And welcome to One-on-One with Jasper Cole. This is your host, Mr. Jasper Cole, and we are coming to you live from Sunset Gower Studios right here in Hollywood, California. I want to give a shout-out to my producer extraordinaire, Mr. John Williams. Hey, Hey, Jasper. Welcome back. Did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. I did. I was in San Diego, as I said. Yes. It was a great time. Visiting your brother? Yeah. How was that? It was nice. We had a really good... Good Thanksgiving. Nice weather. Yeah. And when, then we went to see a movie. What'd you see? I uh, went to see The Last Dinosaur or oh. The Friendly Dinosaur or whatever it was yeah. it called. How was that? It was cute. Yeah. Good, good. It's, it's a very emotional movie, I will say. Oh, wow. Yeah, I will okay. say. Yeah. Well, yeah. Um, yeah, I hope everyone out there had a great Thanksgiving, and uh, I did as well. We went up to Idlewild, up above the... Uh, about 7,000 feet above Palm Springs. It was like 29, 30 degrees. In fact, it actually started snowing on our way back down the mountain, which was kind of cool because how often do you see that in California? Yeah. Um, um, Unfortunately, I've been fighting this stupid cold. I I think it's just an allergy, but I've had it for eight days, so I sound kind of like this. But, um, you know, you get the cold hands and the Mm -hmm. sneezing and all that stuff. But anyway, apparently there's been some... Something going around, but I'm blessed. Mm-hmm. I'm thankful that it hasn't turned into anything worse than, you know, what it is. So, and I see you're wearing your AIDS ribbon today. Yes, I want in in support of yesterday was World yeah. AIDS Day. So we want to give a shout out to everyone around the world. Uh, of course, we want to remember all those that we've lost. Mm-hmm. And more importantly, we, we give love to everyone who's living with this uh, virus. And, you know, thank God for the medications and everything we have now that people can live. And, exactly. and um, in fact, that brings us to our uh, amazing guest today. We're going to be joined by uh, former child store star and now turned activist uh, Daniel or Danny Pintaro, mm. um, who's going to be joining us, ca- calling in in a little while. He, um, I'm sure it's been a great busy time for him because, yeah. you know, since his own coming out um, status, uh, announcing his status on Oprah, where are they now? He's really turned into the probably the most recent celebrity activist for HIV. Um, which I think he's done an amazing job also. Yes. And um, I want to talk to him about that and, you know, find out what's happening and what's going on after after this for him, what's in the future and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, everyone, please follow us on Facebook at One on One with Jasper Cole. Uh, Twitter, One on One J. Cole. And you can go to my website, jaspercole.com. There's a link for ubnradio.com. And if you go on to the host page, you will see our 25 advertisers, including efile.com, which is one of our newest ones. But we're also just so thankful to have all of our sponsors, and here they are. All of us here at One on One with Jasper Cole are proud to announce our 24 affiliate advertisers, and they are all .coms. InterServer, ZipRecruiter, Hilton Hotels, 3-Day Blinds, Adam and Eve Toys, Bullguard, Prime Slots, Russell Stover, Booking.com, Suzanne Summers, Bath and Beauty, Quest Nutrition, Sur La Tabla, and Extended Stay America. Additionally, we have EUK Host, Canvas World, Cheap Air, 21st Century, 
Liberty Mutual, Course Smart, Advanced Auto, Fandango, Meet Mindful, Flare Play, and Jewelry.com. Thanks again to all of our wonderful sponsors. And now back to the show. Yeah, great, everyone. So please go on the host page, and when you see something you like, click on it, and we will get the credit. So, JW, what a day, right? Yeah. Oh, God, this horrible shooting hurt. in San Bernardino. It started about 11 a.m. this morning. Apparently, at least three uh, gunmen stormed into a conference room at this facility in San Bernardino. And even though the facility itself is a uh, a place that gives uh, helps disabled people with life skills and stuff like that, Apparently, the news reports are that this was a conference room that they rented out to outside groups and had nothing to do. They were not affiliated with the actual company there. So these gunmen that came in and shot, they've sadly killed, um, I think, 14 or confirmed dead, um, at least 14 injured. Um, They did not have an affiliation with the disabled organization. Uh, I don't think they've linked yet to see if there is a link um, between the, the, the killers and this group. Um, but apparently it was a pretty well thought out, uh, shooting and they, I think they were in camouflage. And, um, now since that they fled and, uh, they got, they follow them. They found them in San Bernardino. First of all, I can't believe dumbasses weren't smart enough to get the hell out of San Bernardino. Mm-hmm. You know, they had all this time, but I think two are dead. One is in custody or maybe a a fourth is in a church hiding, but I don't know if anyone listening has updates. They can maybe let us know in the chat room what the latest is. But it looks like the latest was fourteen killed and one suspect down, is what I'm reading. One down. Okay, yeah. I know that they they got one suspect in custody. Mm-hmm. When I left to come here, it's just been wall to wall coverage on the news. But when mm-hmm. I left, they they had um, a black SUV sort of co- cornered and all the windows were shot out and. Um, you know, this comes right on the heels of the Planned Parenthood shooting in Colorado, and it's just, I don't know, it just seems like huh, everything is just getting out of control. And we say this all the time, you know, um, I think a lot of people were kind of implying that, you know, some of the Republican candidates, they're they're talking about Planned Parenthood. You know, there's this um, video that never really existed that Carly Fiorini even talked about, Fiorino talked about with the harvested body parts or whatever, which is not true. But a lot of people hear this and they don't know it's not true. They believe it and then they want to go out and, and kill people. So, you know, our hearts go out to all these victims, uh, both in Colorado and San Bernardino. And what I always hate is that that waiting period now when we have to start hearing about the uh, the real the, the real lives of the victims. You know, I get so horrified when you read and you start seeing who these people were and they were just in a room celebrating the holidays. Yeah. And I mean, it's just we're all vulnerable wherever we are. Right. Um, and I don't know. Again, you know, this is going to the whole argument's going to come back again. If, if people were armed, could this be prevented? But you think about three men, at least three coming into a room with who knows if they had, you know, assault weapons or whatever they had and just started shooting people. I think people are so frozen and shocked and in fear when it first happens. I don't know if anyone has the right thought of mind to shoot back, even if they had a gun. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's, it's horrific. And I, again, I don't know if there's really, I don't know who to blame. I don't know if we blamed that, this is just the culture we're living in right now. But um, as the day unfolds and as the night goes on, it, more details will come out. But um, our hearts go out to all the victims, both in 
Colorado and San Bernardino. But getting back to yesterday, um, World AIDS Day, um, Mm -hmm. it's been, you know, for me, I'm 51. And so I sort of, I met the generation that I was affected by it. I've lost a few friends from it. But like Dennis, my husband Dennis's generation, if you go up 10 years, that's the generation that actually lost, you know, hundreds of people. And my Dennis at one time lost an entire address book of friends that just, you know, died. And I guess it's interesting because I think about the younger generation today. Yeah. I guess they don't that in some ways it's almost like when we were in our twenties and we heard about, you know, uh, polio or, uh, the bubonic plague. I mean, it's, Mm -hmm. you know, everything seemed that was so far removed from us. Um, I just wonder what, if the younger generation is actually really aware of what happened in the eighties and in the beginning and how many people died. And, um, you know, we've talked about this before with the whole prep situation now with, um, and apparently it's been shown now that prep is working. Prep is actually helping to keep the rate of infection down. And so that's a blessing, you know? Um, but I just think it's great on this day as of yesterday that we would, that we recognize, um, how far we've come, Mm -hmm. but we have a lot more work to do. And that's something I wanted to speak to Danny about later on during the show is, you know, what's, what's the future? Um, what about a vaccine? What about a cure? You know, what about, because there's this whole thought now that just like cancer or any disease, it's a multi-billion dollar industry. Right. HIV is. I mean, if you don't, a lot of people don't understand how expensive the medications are. It's like, what, thirty-five, forty thousand a year? I think, easily? yeah. I mean, I think just, yeah. And you think easily, about. right? Oh, easily. Yeah. And now there's, you know, there's doctors that just specialize in it. And it's just like mm-hmm. the same debate on cancer. Yeah. I've always said before, I just think. You can't tell me there's not a cure for cancer out there mm-hmm. because we that is that's almost that's been a much bigger industry now for so many more years than HIV. Yeah. So um, but I do think that a lot of it has to do with money. Apparently, I mean, it, it, in some ways, it's better to keep people alive. Well, and prep is, is really part of the. Uh, cocktail, right? Right. It's it's Trivada. Right? People have have yeah. taken Trivada as part of their HIV cocktail, right? So it's like you're they're getting you when you're on, but before you're positive, and they're getting you when you're after you're positive. Right. So it's it's thankfully insurance though is getting involved. But my right? question about the whole prep thing is for people who are doing it, mm-hmm. are do, uh, they're realizing that there's side effects and that long term use of drugs are bad on your kidneys and kidneys and your right. liver and stuff. So. Is and I'm trying to be educated on this. So, what, can you do prep and then stop prep and then go back on prep? Or, I mean, I believe so. It's like a it's co- being compared to sort of the birth control, pill. right? Because once you start AIDS medication, HIV medication, you are on that pretty much for life, right? Oh, oh yeah. yeah, yeah. So you and and it's unless they change the regimen and all of that, you're pretty much going to be taking. At least three pills, or, right. or three one, and a day, one, whatever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the long for long term survivors who pe- the longer you've been on medications, um, the resistance you get you build up a resistance. Mm-hmm. The good thing is they have these tests now that show you exactly what you're resistant to and yeah. which drugs. And so, um, the longer people have it, the options become a little less, I think, because there aren't as many drugs that. that but on the right. flip side, there's so many new drugs that keep coming down the pike. However, I read recently that Merck, which is one of the largest companies, they've even, they're not even actually making any more HIV medications because the focus now is going 
all over to the prevention of it. Mm -hmm. And so it it worries me for the long-term survivors that their choices, there's not going to be as many choices of medications anymore Mm -hmm. if these companies start, uh, stop manufacturing them. So that's something I think we have to talk about in Mm -hmm. terms of keeping that funding going and keeping the, the money going for it. Um, so you're what forty one, John? Forty. Mm, I'm sorry. 40, I'm sorry. No, I'm sorry. No, no, no. I will be forty one. So, it, so you're ten years below me. Yeah. How? How? What? How did HIV impact your generation? Would you say looking back? I think definitely we were definitely aware, mm-hmm. and um, you know, and thankfully there's movies and right. things like that, and documentaries and so forth to to be reminders. Um, but there's always been a strong HIV. Um, presence in the gay community right so um but as far as is it a chronic manageable disease versus a a death sentence Mm -hmm. you know i grew up in the 80s so i did witness right you know um all of that so i i would say my generation we definitely were impacted well, you're a single guy, uh-huh. and I'm married, and I've been out of the off the circuit for 18 years. Mm-hmm. So, in the dating world, yeah. or in the gay community, yeah. I, I guess we can only speak of wh- how how is how is HIV dealt with now? Generally speaking, is it something people talk about right away? What's your status? Uh, are you on prep? It definitely comes up. It mm-hmm. definitely comes up. I think prep, for lack of a better word, has leveled the playing, playing field. field. Yeah, because you know it's it's a way of um, addressing that you are protecting your health mm-hmm. by you know because a good I think a good answer when they ask your status is if you are on prep or you're on some medication that's you know affecting um, the the transmission of HIV or protecting you from getting it. Um, saying prep is the way to go, <laughs> in right. my opinion. But how because do, it's, the stigma is the worst part about how do you? But how do you? Tr- I mean. Back to what I said on last week's show about yeah. I always felt you just had to assume everyone had HIV and protect right. yourself because yeah. how how do you trust just because well, someone says they're on impre- exactly or they say they've been tested I mean even if they present you with a piece of paper it was even if it was a week ago there's been six days where yeah. you don't know what they've done right you know so but someone who's undetectable which means they have no the, the virus is not being detected right. by the blood test um, they're your safer bet right. And because they're managing their health, they're going to see a doctor at least three to, well, I would say what, three to six, every three every to six months? Three to four, yeah. Yeah. So they're in better health because they're seeing their doctor on a regular basis, getting tested for S- STDs, STIs, right. and, um, you know, and addressing their, their health in a way that maybe someone who's claiming to be negative mm-hmm. isn't. Right. And, um, and, and is wishful thinking. Right, right. You know, because some people who think that they, they can get it through oral sex and that's mm-hmm. all they do. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, there you can get it through oral sex, yeah. you know. And that's fact, a very controversial. Danny Pitaro had right. talked about that, and he got a big backlash yeah. from the community. Exactly. And, you know, um, w- w- this whole thing with Charlie Sheen coming out, this yeah. is something I wanted to ask Danny about, too, is is there a double standard with a straight celebrity and a gay celebrity? D- is, d- is it more? Do you get more compassion, less backlash when you're a gay celebrity because it's been a part of the gay culture for so long? Is, is it... Is the stigma worse now still mm-hmm. for a heterosexual straight celebrity? I get this feeling that it is. I feel like in some ways it it's almost a little more accepted that if it's a gay celebrity, it's not as shocking for some reason, which is not my take, but I mean general public. Um, I just feel like it's 
it's like I remember the day when Magic Johnson, mm-hmm. you know, came out with his status, and it kind of pissed me off a little bit at the time because I had seen so many people be sick with it, so many gay people die from it, and then all of a sudden when he got it, I was working at a temp job, and I remember grown women were just bawling and crying and carrying on and everything. And I remember thinking, well, that's great. But where was this kind of crying and compassion when hundreds of thousands of gay men were dying? You know, there just seemed to be like a double standard. So um, I just don't know about that. It's, um, I don't know, because then you get into the whole drug addiction, meth, and does that, how does that, because I hear there's a, that's on the rise in the gay community, the, the, the rate of uh, drug addiction is up again. Um, right. And I don't know why meth in particular seemed to hit the gay community um, a lot. Well, from what I understand from people who have struggled with it, it's the, it's an invincible drug. It makes you feel invincible. So it takes away a lot of your inhibitions. Sexually, right? Yeah. It heightens everything. Yeah. And it addresses, you know, mm-hmm. Because I think that with sex and, and, and gay sex in particular, depending on your upbringing, there's a lot of shame. Shame. Connected to Everything's it. shame based. Yeah. So I think shame is a is the root of <laughs> of a lot of the issues. I think that's why a lot of people use drugs to mm-hmm. escape the shame. I think they um, also use it as a way of connecting with community. Right. In some ways, unfortunately. Um, you know, the thing is, at a temporary high, there's always going to be repercussions and there's going to be consequences. Mistakes and not good judgment. Yeah. and I mean, I have 50 and plus year old friends, gay mm-hmm. friends, that are that still deal with the shame. In fact, I think maybe my generation older have more shame. I yeah. think if there's any silver lining, it seems like the millennials, the younger people, they, in general, I'm generalizing, mm-hmm. um, don't seem to have the shame around coming out. You know, there are a lot, it's a lot easier. Well, the internet's changed so much. Right. I mean, thankfully, we... Well, gay marriage now. Oh, and, yeah. Yeah. I mean, the internet was, I think, was was what changed it all. Because right. then you could watch gay porn, you could, you could experiment, mm-hmm. you could do everything through the power of the internet. Right. And... You know, back in the day, you couldn't get away with that. You had to go to video store. Right. You'd have to, you know, do all kinds of things to secretly, you know, meet up and mm-hmm. all of that. So I think the internet has really changed it all. But there's this whole resurgence too of like bath, the quote bathhouses, the sex mm-hmm. clubs again. And yeah. do you think that's, do you think the whole prep and the Travada thing is is making that more prevalent that well, the, people aren't as concerned now about getting something? Well, from what I understand about the bathhouses is that they've taken a hit to the online hookup apps. Oh, okay. So everyone's not really visiting those as much as they are visiting um, one another's places. Grinder too, for, and places for, like or, that. Which are, they become the electronic bathhouses. Grindr, right. Scruff, uh, Jacked, Tinder. all the different ones. Well, Tinder's not, but... Yeah. Well, Tinder can't... No, Tinder. I mean, Tinder's straight and gay, yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and OkCupid okay, is... But Grinder's yeah. sort of just... All, get, Grindr's strictly gay? Mm, it's, it's... I don't know. It's gay questioning and bi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, but it's mainly for gay... It's it's for men who want to, who are seeking men. Let's right, just put it right, that way. Right, right, right. Yeah, so it's an easy way. And, and for those listeners labeling. who don't know Grindr and Tinder, mm-hmm. Grindr is sort of like a GPS, right? I mean, I mean yeah, it's a GPS app. It's it tells you where uh, location someone's, someone's located. And a lot of people use Grindr just when they go to another a new city or whatever. They want to see who's gay in the area, so they use Grindr to you know just discover who's right. Especially if you're traveling and you don't know anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, so it's not necessarily used just for hooking up. But I'm always amazed, like, I, you know, it's back to the same old Craigslist days or whatever. Oh, I mean, you're still, yeah. I mean, I'm so private and afraid of people wanting to kill <laughs> yeah. me. Yeah. But you are still setting yourself up for potential being, you don't know who, 
you show up at some stranger's oh, house. Right. I, I mean, mean, that's why the bathhouses, for instance, are more safe for That's bed. what I mean. Because oh, yeah. at least there, you, yeah. At least you're protected. You give your ID at the door. You right. Know, they, they have their information. You know, you're protected versus these These, these, these anonymous, like, just showing up. And, and that's and one of the pluses that the bathhouses use to this day. You know, oh, is that, that makes sense. Yeah, they use that over. a safe place to play. Okay. You know, that and, makes and, sense. And, to, and that's a double entendre because it's a safe place to play because they provide protection plus they provide um, safety. S- safety of security. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. I never, um, and, ne- and no judgment at right, all. Right. I, I never, um, I've never gone to a bathhouse. Mm-hmm. Again, th- th- back in the 70s and 80s, bathhouses were, that was like huge. Yeah. And I sort of missed that and unfortunately, it, they became a haven for a lot of drug use right. too. So that, you know, kind of destroyed kind of it in certain ways and then built it in other ways, right. that, you know, but they have a no drug policy from, right. you know, so. How do, but do they search people when they go in? Bag checks and so forth from what I'm under- yeah, okay. What I've been told. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. See, I'm learning. I'm yeah. So am I. It's funny when you've been out. When you're even though, uh, you know, I've been out forever. But it's interesting that because I'm married and not yeah. really in that whole scene. Well, I'm, Palm Springs is a gay resort community. You right? know, Which and, pretty much. Is like yeah, <laughs> and and it's interesting because there's a whole other thing that's happening. I've never been. I would love to check out the gay resorts. Well, Palm there's Springs. a whole thing in 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 not just probably Palm Springs, but there's a whole thing with. Older straight and gay people that the rise of HIV infection, the the rate of HIV infections are on the rise Mm -hmm. with seniors because a lot of seniors, I think, have gotten into this. Well, first, Viagra Mm -hmm. has done this whole thing. But I think they they fell into this sort of malaise of thinking they were they were, you know, they couldn't get HIV or something. So Mm -hmm. they're not protecting themselves. Um, and so there's, and there's, there's a whole, um, I've got some couple friends that are psychologists and mm-hmm. I hear these stories never breaking people's confidentiality or anything, right. but of just the, on the uprise of older gay men in particular that are sort of dealing with drug addiction and sex addiction. It's almost like they're having a second childhood or they're, mm-hmm. they may have come out late. They were yeah. married and mm-hmm. had kids and now they've moved out to Palm Springs or places and, mm-hmm. And they're maybe in their 60s and 70s, and they're sort of having like that kid in the candy store. Yeah. Like, Getting to you know, when you first come can, out. Yeah. yeah. Right, right. So it's almost like having their 20s all over again. Mm-hmm. And so there, so there's a rise in that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, it's fascinating. Yeah. I think, you know, with Danny, with Charlie Sheen, with any celebrity that comes out with HIV, it's regardless of that person's own personal story, I think putting a, a celebrity face on the issue can only help. I agree. Ultimately. And Charlie mm-hmm. talks about he's really going to put, you know, uh, philanthropy. I can't say that Philam- word. Yeah. That uh-huh. is really hard. He's going to be putting his money where his mouth is, no pun intended, <laughs> and really try to raise money for for the cause, which would be fantastic. So, um, so anyway, that's it. I, th- you know, it's great that we have this once a day, one one day a year. But I, th- yeah. the key is to remember to Every, yeah. to think about HIV and AIDS all all year round. Mm-hmm. And again, that it has, even though it's manageable for a lot of people, the side effects of some of these medications are horrific. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't know the long term effects yet. Or of we already seen that they do cause heart disease and liver problems and certain organ problems in people the longer they've been on them. Um, again, that's not everybody. Right. But um, given a choice, my, my advice to the young generation is given a choice, you don't want to get HIV. Exactly. Please it, it's not just quite as easy as taking a pill. So mm-hmm. 
So, JW, let's take our break. All right. And when we come back, we'll continue this uh, celebration of World AIDS Day. You are watching and listening one-on-one with Jasper Cole. This life is one act Why do we lay all these traps? We put them right in our path When we just want to be free I will not waste my days Making up all kinds of ways To worry about all the things That will not happen to me So I just let go Of what I know I don't know And I know
are the holidays. A time for giving, a time for getting, and a time for going and going and going and going and going. And going. When you need a break, we're here, helping you make sense of all the good and the going of the holidays. Happy holidays from all of us at UBNRadio.com. You're back one-on-one with Jasper Cole. All right. Well, thank you. Welcome, welcome back to one-on-one with Jasper Cole. We are continuing our discussion today on World AIDS Day and uh, here with my producer extraordinaire, Mr. John Williams. Hello, hey, buddy. Hello. Everyone, again, Facebook, one-on-one with Jasper Cole, Twitter, one-on-one J. Cole, and check out our sponsors at ubnradio.com. Go to my host page and look at our 25 uh, sponsors and buy something so we get some money, <laughs> keep our job. Exactly. Um, <laughs> right? So, JW. It was, yesterday was Giving Tuesday. So That's right. <laughs> I, that, that's a new one, right? That's yeah. the first annual? Yeah. Okay. Oh, I don't know. Was oh, really? I don't know. I hadn't heard of that one before. Yeah, I've, I've, I've heard of it. It was just interesting how the, the timing of everything, right? Right. Yeah. Right. Exactly. Now, um, you know, we tend to focus on the HIV here in, in the United States, but since it's World AIDS Day, you know, it's... it's um, we know the situation in Africa is terrible. It's not been great for many, many years about getting medications for people. But um, what is your? What do you think worldwide? How it? Are we? Do you think the United States sort of leads in terms of um, getting the most in terms of medications? Have we sort of led the world in in how much we've been able to achieve on on the medications, and then it sort of trickled down to the other parts of the world? Well, I know that uh, there's some celebrities that have a big impact on like Africa and mm-hmm. so forth. So with the Red Project. Right. So um, and then, of course, Elton John. And mm-hmm. I, I think he works with worldwide. I don't think it's just right. U.S. based. Um, but, you know, so many of the like when we were trying to get universal health care in this country. Mm-hmm. And I'm just curious if there's anyone out there listening also to talk about. When, with Canada and, and Europe and places that have had universal health care for, for many years, I'm wondering what the HIV treatments are like there and if they're, you know, up yeah. to par, better, worse. Right. Yeah, it's just something I don't, I'm not educated on, to be mm-hmm. honest with you, because we, either. you know, we're Americans and we focus on our own selfish selves because <laughs> <laughs> we think we're the greatest, you know, we have to always be the best. But, um, I'm just curious if there's mm-hmm. anyone out there that has comments on that. But regardless, it's um, regardless of who led the way. I think the medications are accessible now to uh, more and more people around the world. Right. But um, it's just again, a lot of it goes back to economics, as it does with anything. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's interesting in our country, in a good way. In in many ways, though, the the poorer you are. There are certain times that that is that actually is great in a way when it comes to get being able to get services and stuff like that. You know, we we kind of have sort of learned how to take care of our more disenfranchised, at least that way. You know what I mean? You can sometimes you're penalized if you make too much money, you can't get the services that provide the free medic. You know what I mean? The free that's true healthcare medications. I always thought that was kind of strange. It's kind of like when you're starting out as an actor and you're poor. Nobody gives you anything. The more successful I get, and I go to these events, they're always giving away free shit, like thousand mm-hmm. dollar swags and gift bags. And I'm thinking, well, where were you when I couldn't pay my? You know, why are we giving away free shit to people that can afford it? Which is kind of weird. Mm-hmm. Um, but um, I, you know, um, the whole 
the whole face of AIDS has changed, which is great. No pun intended either. Um, because you, you see now, I guess the whole thing about it being a chronic manageable condition uh, has made it where you can't just like find, you know, point out someone and said, Oh, that person has HIV or AIDS, which sadly is how it was, you know, 30 years ago because of the different diseases, the, the, uh, capacity sarcomas, the, the skin lesions and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Um, but you know, in a way, I don't know. I, I don't know if not seeing it has makes the, um, makes it just fuels more fire to what we talked about of people thinking and that, that it's still not a, a major problem. So hopefully, um, again, people will remain educated. And I was one of those, I, you know, I wasn't a, I was not a big prep person when this first all came out and I, I got sort of pissed off about it. And I was like, well, this is ridiculous. And what about safe sex and whatever? But I've been more educated about it in the last year. And, uh, have met more people that are on the prep and I'm starting to realize it's, it's again, if it's saving lives, then, um, it's, it's the wave of the future. And do you believe, now do you think there will be other forms of prep? Right. I mean, cause I do. Yeah. I mean that likes back to what we were saying in the first hour, first half hour, it's just going to accelerate more types of prep. Right. So the drug companies are going to put their attention, I think on, on the prevention, which is great. But again, I don't want it to be, um, you know. And I think we have an expert on the line. It's, this is Kevin from the Thrive Tribe. Hi, Kevin. Hey, John. How are you? I'm good. And I'm here with Jasper. Hey, Kevin. Hi, it's Jeff. Jasper. Thank you for calling in. How are you? I'm good. Thank you. I'm an expert at what? Don't call me an expert. <laughs> <laughs> well, just tell them what, what organization you represent. Yeah, and talk about your organization. Sure. I work with um, I'm the CEO for the Thrive Tribe Foundation, and we're in LA, uh, West Hollywood based, but serving kind of LA County, the Southland. And we, our, our goal is to end HIV through peer-to-peer empowerment, building community, and connecting members to care. And what that really is putting together for us, we have a group of about 2,500 guys who are positive or pause-friendly, and we do social events together. We do educational events together uh, to try and reduce stigma, educate people on new advancements in HIV, prevention and care, um, getting you know those that are positive into treatment mm-hmm. and undetectable so they can't pass the virus, mm-hmm. and those that are at risk and feel they need it for their lifestyle on PrEP, right. which, of course, is the pill that keeps you from catching HIV. So... So it has a social component, an advocacy component, and a kind of healthcare cooperative component to it. Um, where can everyone check out your organization online? Is there a website? Absolutely. It's thethrivetribe.org. So thethrivetribe.org. Um, and, uh, yeah, we're, we're, we do put every member through a, an orientation um, where we talk to them about what I just said, the advocacy mm-hmm. work, the social things that we do together, educational things, and really kind of, you know, rate your doctor, rate your health care, and really making sure that people are enrolled in all the programs that are available to them through the state or mm-hmm. through the federal government, um, and kind of, kind of, you know, peer-to-peer, sitting one-by-one with people and making sure that they're set up for success. That's fantastic. Um, we were just speaking earlier about PrEP, and I was being honest to say that 
Um, and when I first heard about prep, I was very kind of judgmental against it. And, you know, typical, I just was, did, was not educated on it and have gone out and educated myself on it and, and have come around to the fact that it's, it's actually working and it's, it's helping and it's preventing. And so JW and I were talking earlier about, um, a lot of the companies like Merck and some of the large drug companies, their, their focus is shifting off now from so much making new HIV medications for, people who currently have it and and the money seems it's all going to go now toward prep so do you see do you feel like it's going to become like there there will be many different forms of prep right now it's Travada, but it, it will just give more options in terms of prep in the future well you know i work i'm also a commissioner on the la county commission mm-hmm. on hiv and I, I speak with a lot of doctors obviously and a lot of people in you know the biz if you will and really kind of because the medications are so effective that they have today. Um, and, and really, I mean, we've got, I mean, I used to take 12 pills three times a day, some with food, some without, some had to be refrigerated. I mean, that was in the mid nineties. Right. And here we are today where somebody can take one pill, you know, it's I kind of, I kind of, it's kind of a, it, I like to keep things basic. I'm not a huge scientific guy, and I think science bores the hell out of people. So if you think about chemotherapy mm-hmm. for cancer, they used to like flood your system and just kill everything and hope they didn't kill you at the same time and cancer would go away and your immune system would recover. Well, similarly, back in the day, they'd flood our system with all these drugs, hoping they'd work, that you'd live through it. And what they've really done now is, you know, down to one pill for most guys, it's everything you need. It's a very targeted amount, enough to keep, the virus, what we call undetectable, so mm-hmm. that you cannot pass it. Right. So since there are so many effective treatments to get people to that state, unfortunately, only 40% of gay men in particular are undetectable, so mm-hmm. we've got a lot of work to do to bring people into care. Right. But on the other side then, with PrEP, which is, as you said, a class of drugs, there are other drugs being developed. My personal feeling is, because PrEP is also being tested in shot form, so you'll be able to get kind of like the meningitis shot where you, you know, you get the shot and then you get a booster. Right. Um, so my personal thought is it's very hard to cure a virus. Um, the vaccine is where the R and D money is going now, research and development mm-hmm. money. And because technically you could treat everybody that already has HIV, make it so they can't pass it and vaccinate the people that are in, in prep really is just vaccine in a pill form until they can figure out how to make it a shot. That's right. It really so is. That's, that's a good way of putting yeah, it. That's, yeah. Yeah. That's kind of where we're at in the, in the fight. Cause you know, if you're, if you're looking at it from a drug company perspective, the drugs we have work, they're having a real hard time, as I said, curing it because mm-hmm. it's a virus and that's a, that's a hard thing to do. Right. But a vaccine, they know how to do. Exactly. So, so that's where I, that's where my personal opinion and what I feel from experts. I'm not an expert, but the experts I speak to, that's kind of where I think we're headed. So. Well, I, I I love speaking to people like you who actually are, are are living it. You know what I mean? You're you're walking the walk, and not you're not just looking at it from a sort of clinical point of view, but it's it's a part of your daily life. Well, and that's part of the problem I think with some of the traditional ways that we've dealt with HIV is Mm -hmm. it is all very clinical and it's not, it's personal. These are people, they are not numbers. Um, People that are at risk are people, they're not numbers. Um, And, you know, we've got a generation, a younger generation that doesn't remember the past Mm -hmm. and we've got to bring, you know, it's a 30 year old disease and we've had a lot of advancements, especially in the last three or four years. So we've got to bring today's science into it. Everybody up to speed. 
Yeah, yeah. We we really talk a lot in our organization. It's on our website. Once people want to check it out, but the four HIV statuses. There are four now. There are not two anymore. There's undetectable. There's what we call prepared or prepsters who are taking Truvada mm-hmm. now, and there'll be other drugs that are in that class soon. Uh, the positive who are not in treatment or undetectable at this point, and the negative last I checked. Mm. And the negative last I checked is one that I'd really like to focus on right. as, as we close up here is, you know, 30% of gay men have never been tested for HIV. Wow. So they're not being tested for STDs, they're not being tested for anything. Gay men's sexual health, gay men have a very different set of health circumstances that we need to deal with. And it's not just about HIV. Mm-hmm. So, you know, now the testing window averages about 11, 12 months. Right. And if, if all the gay men got back to quarterly testing, the sooner you catch HIV, the better, because you can get yourself to an undetectable state and not pass it to as many people. Mm-hmm. And that's really what we need to do is get the fear and the stigma out of all of this right. and get people back to being good stewards of their own health mm-hmm. and the health of their partners. Because Absolutely. as a gay community, that's how we can eliminate it. I'm a big believer that the gay community can figure it out. Everybody else can kind of follow us because Amen. that's what they did with the medications. Right. Amen. We fought for them and they are they the beneficiaries. And that's terrific. Well, listen, thank you. Thank you so much for calling in. Uh, again, it's thrivetribe.org. And JW put the information up on the screen. I and, sure uh, did. Thank you so much, Kevin. Thank you. And Absolutely. Uh, Jasper, anytime you want to come in, just let me know. I'd love to come in. Uh, so. That would be great. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Okay. Thanks, Take care. John. Have a good night. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. And I believe, JW. We do. I think Danny Pintaro is on the line. Danny, are you there? Is this Danny? Well, he was there. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we, uh, Danny or Daniel, we're going to find out which one he prefers, mm-hmm. um, has been trying to call in. I guess there's been, uh, he's traveling, he's en route mm-hmm. uh, back to Las Vegas. So there's been some problems with the phones, which happens technically, but we're going to try to get him back on the line. Yeah, I'm calling him right now. Yeah, but um, that was great. That was great to have uh, Thrive Kevin. Tribe. Mm-hmm. Kevin was fantastic. So we will see if we can get Mr. Danny. I feel like we're calling with a giveaway. I know, right? So. Danny, are you there? Hey, Danny? Hello? Hello? Hey, Danny. Hello? Danny, can you hear us? Yeah. Oh, hey, this is uh, Jasper Cole. You're live on air. How are you? Okay. We're having the connection problems. Okay. Well, anyway, we will keep trying. Mm -hmm. Um, But Kevin brought up a great point about the four different categories. Yes. And And I have them on the screen. Yeah. Well, the last group, the ones that are unknown, what what did he call the last group? The fourth ones that don't know their status because they won't be tested. They um, are are negative as of last week. (laughs) There was some great, (laughs) he had a great quote about that. Um, negative last time I checked last time I checked mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. that is and that's just that's not just gay people I think I think it might even be more straight people in that category also right of not of not getting tested no oh, exactly um, and so that's kind of scary but and he's right you know the, the the whole thing is the the sooner you get tested the sooner you find out where where your t-cells and your viral load are at the faster you can get treatment exactly um, and so that would be my message to people is just get tested Mm -hmm. you know it's not going to be 
it, no one loves doing it and you're always anxious when you get the results but and sometimes the fear is far greater than the reality right you know so and knowledge is power right you and know especially with today's medications and and the knowledge and the community and the support mm-hmm. um you're better off right knowing you're much than better living off in knowings. fear and and uh Hoping for the best. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, well, like I said, if we can get if we get Danny back on the line, we'll um, talk to him about that last category also. Yeah. But um, well, you know, like Kevin's organization is one of many. You know, and he made a great point mm-hmm. at the end there about saying if the gay community can get it together, every the rest of the world can. And that's been my thing about cancer and some of the other. Um, illnesses too. I was always amazed, like what the gay, the galvan, the galvanization of the gay community, what we were able to do with HIV, in which pretty much, pretty short amount of time, when you think about it, in terms of getting these uh, initial um, cocktails together back in the mid nineties, you know, in ninety four, ninety five, ninety six, um, how fast that all came together compared to how long cancer has been here, and seemingly other than chemotherapy you know what other treatments are there yeah. radiation and chemotherapy so um just remember everyone get tested and know your status and and then also be aware that you know there's a uh, get educated get I'm, educated yeah but there's a small chance i mean you know anything can happen i'm just a big proponent of condoms as well and safe sex because there's like you talked about there's not just hiv there's gonorrhea is on the rise chlamydia is on the rise um hpv which is huge you know is on the mm-hmm. rise mm-hmm. with with everybody right um there's already this vaccine this hpv vaccine that is controversial with a lot of uh parents because they want to give it to you know teenagers and is that younger the, kids is that the gardasil or is that i think else? that is yeah i've heard that one that yeah was dangerous yeah so that's yeah. been sort of controversial mm-hmm. um but anyway yeah i think it, the, the great news today as we look as we celebrate world's aid world aids day is how far we've come mm-hmm. and um just the amazing dedication that people like Kevin and there's millions of Kevins around the world that they just devote their life to this, this condition and to this illness. Um, He's done an amazing job that thrive tribe is, is an incredible organization. Yeah. And like I said to him, you know, I, I want a social group, but it's also an education, educational. I want to hear from people like Kevin that are actually living with it and walking the walk. I mean, I feel that way. If I go see a therapist, I love when the therapist has had lots of shit in their life, lots of problems because, you know, they're not just talking to me from a textbook. They're they're like saying, well, Jasper, I've been through this and this is what I'm doing. Um, I always like that a lot better. So mm-hmm. so should we take another break, sure. John? And yeah. when we come back, hopefully we'll have Danny on the line. Yeah, we're working on getting him through the office. So hopefully um, someone in the office can Okay, him. well, we're going to take our last break. And mm-hmm. you are listening and watching One on One with Jasper Cole. Oh, 
one on one with Jasper Cole. All right, welcome back to this last little phase of the show here. So, due to the uh, technical problems in terms of uh, traveling and cell phones and trying to get a connection, we're we're not able to get Danny live. But we are going to uh, record the interview when we go off the show today. And we will have that for you guys. And so I didn't want you to think that we had just mis- misled you about Danny Pitaro. But um, he, yeah, he was on his way or is on his way back to Vegas. So we just couldn't get him on. But I think we had a great discussion today anyway about um, HIV and AIDS. We and, did. And thank you to Kevin from the Thrive Tribe for yes. calling in. And again, everyone, just make it a great Great rest of the week. We will be back here next uh, Wednesday. We're in the middle of the holiday season now, so ho, 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 and thanks for joining us, and we will have the interview with Mr. Danny Pintoro uh, for you shortly. Okay, thanks so much. Have a great one. Peace thanks out. Thanks for checking out One on One with Jasper Cole. Check out past episodes and get the latest as they're released. Subscribe today on iTunes, Stitcher, and YouTube.